Blog Talk Radio. Today, we are having a wonderful, magnificent guest named Colette Stryker. But before we get into that, let me ask you, have you ever wondered, wouldn't it be nice if I could become a magnet for business, money, new speaking opportunities, business leads, and more? Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice to be able to attract and manifest joint ventures and mutually beneficial relationships where you could move forward and grow together in business and not just money, but also opportunities? Well, ladies and gentlemen, today our guest is able to transfer those tools, those techniques to you, and she's helped hundreds of people manifest those things with an enormous amount of success. With us today is Colette Stryker. Colette, are you on the line? Yes. I am. <laughs> Hi, Colette. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing fabulous. Today in Texas, it's such a sunny and gorgeous day, and I'm super excited to be on the show. Well, I'm excited to have you back on our show. We had you on about a year ago, and so many exciting things continue to grow and manifest in your life. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to share with us your secrets to success. Lillian, it's really a pleasure. Thank you. It's always a pleasure to be with you and to talk with you. Well, Colette, one of the things that I love about you is that you're able to not only share with us and for those who are in your sphere of influence, we've been able to witness and see not only you go from 20 miles an hour to 100 miles an hour, but we've, able, you know, we've been able to see that others that you have been able to coach You've transferred those tools and those techniques where other people are able to apply those with the same precision that you have and get the same results. And whether it's somebody wanting to be, uh, you know, go from an average tennis player to a world competing and uh, award-winning tennis player to someone who is wanting to go from zero to having a successful online business, you're able to do that. So can you share a little bit with us what's happened over the last year? Oh, wow. What's happened? So, yes, as you uh, mentioned, what I've been able to do in my life is to systemize, to systemize how to magnetize, how to attract what you want in your life. Because for the last 20 years, I've been studying that, and I was missing a uh, the systematization, what are the steps? And I finally got those steps four years ago, and since then I have been the, you know, the developer of a new method in the field of psychology. And then um, since last year, as you know, I met Chris Duncan, and I literally attracted him. Uh, Chris Duncan is known as the Tony Robbins of Australia, and he's also a yes. genius young man who has built many uh, successful companies. Right now he has eight different companies. He's only 29. 
uh, he has, I mean, he was just a genius in the sales and marketing. And at the same time, he's a huge heart. And that's why he understands exactly what I do. So we connect at that level. So we have become partners. And he has been my dream business partner because I was in the system, in the how-tos, into really helping one-on-one. And now he brings me uh, on the world level, you know, in Singapore, Australia, everywhere. And it's more about helping people in, in large groups. Um, mm-hmm. So it has been a dream come true for me. And it's dream cooperation. So <laughs> that's one thing that happened in my business. And then I could help many more people, as you, as you know, in Singapore, in Australia, everywhere, in the U.S. and in Europe now. Um, so that's really what happened since we talked. Well, yeah, and, and one of the things that I love about you is that, you know, you know you're a real human being. Um, you know, you have, of course, the credentials. You're a licensed psychotherapist. You're a mental edge coach for entrepreneurs, and you're the author of, of several books. But you're able to uh, bring it in language that any entrepreneur, any business person who is coming in contact with you can literally follow you, and if they apply the system that you've incorporated and done so beautifully in your life, you know, because you've just deconstructed what it is that you've done in order to get the results that you continuously, you know, with predictability, you're able to get these. So let's talk a little bit more about that. So share with our audience listeners, for those who didn't listen to the first show, tell them a little bit about what Manifesting All Possibilities, what the MAP Institute is about, and what is that? Oh, yes. Okay. Um, So I am, like you you said, a licensed psychotherapist, and for the last uh, 20 years, I studied positive psychology. How how are you successful? And in every way, shape, or form, I studied cutting-edge tools so that we can line up our mind to success. However, even though I did NLP, EFT, matrix, energetics, everything you can imagine on the planet for those 20 years, I felt I was missing a tool that was simpler, easier, and faster to get directly into the unconscious mind, find the blocks in the ideal order, and neutralize them so that the person can really move forward. So I was asking, and again, I used actually one of my methods, which is magnetization, a method to attract what I want in life. And I attracted this new method on the planet four years ago, which I called manifesting all possibilities. And it's really a quantum leap in the field of psychology. It is a new method in this field. And it's literally uh, really the simplest, fastest way to change belief system, emotions, neutralize any trauma that I know of. (laughs) And uh, actually, I don't think they could be too much faster than that because what we're doing is we're training the brain to rewire itself by giving the brain a command. And literally, uh, within minutes, uh, we can neutralize phobias or any kind of traumatic events or any uh, negative thoughts. Um, so we are leveraging the power of the brain because the brain is as powerful as 200 million super processors that you have at your disposal. And then we usually use only a very small part of it. 
But imagine if we have the power of 200 million super processors and the, the top super processors on the planet. It's like having 200 million computers at our disposal. What we do is we help, we program the brain to actually like a, a virus scan, look for things mm-hmm. that do not work and be able to transform and neutralize those programs. So it sounds a little bit difficult or weird or perhaps impossible. However, in the last four years, we have done QEG uh, research, which is quantitative uh, electroencephalograms, and we noticed that the brain does change and does rewire itself after we, we can give commands to it. So it's really a quantum leap. But using that quantum leap, what I wanted really is not too much to work in the traditional psychology part of it, but to work in the positive psychology, to say, okay, how can you be better? How can you create your reality? How can you let go of the patterns that keep you completely stuck? And we all have those because we all live like a fish in a pond and we don't even know that the water is dark. We don't know that unless someone puts you suddenly in this beautiful, pristine lake and you realize there is a difference. Uh, mm-hmm. So we all live in a, in a pond. And uh, unless we clear the lake, we clear the pond, we don't know where we are. We're going always in the same little uh, way, doing the same little things, swimming the same way, and uh, we get the same results. And the, the problem number one is to really clear the lake. And, you know, that's the, the first step, if you want, in the method. And um, to go a little further, do you have a question there? No, and, and I, I love that because it, it makes so much sense. You know, right now, a lot of people who are in a, in a puddle, like you're saying, in a situation where they have things that they don't like and they're basically in a fish tank with dirty water in there and they don't, they're so used to the dirty water they don't even realize that their tank is dirty. And the first step, yeah. like you're saying, is you need to clear the dirty water. You need to get rid of the dirt that's in the water so that you can clearly see where, where it is that you want to go. And our brains operate kind of like a fish tank where you need to clear that water up so that you can move forward and it's not a thing that takes a lot of time. It's not super difficult, but you need to acknowledge, like, wait a minute, I got some bad thinking, some ideas and some thoughts that aren't serving me, and I keep on manifesting crappy stuff because I keep on dwelling on those negative thoughts, which that's the dirt in the water. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So the very first step, actually, is awareness. And I think today, if our audience becomes aware that, yes, they are hitting some walls. They are hitting some glass ceilings. They feel stuck in their lives. They, they do a lot of work. They work super hard, but still nothing is moving. They are hitting walls. They are, they are stuck. There is something there. It's like being in this mm-hmm. pond and touching and reaching some stones and some rocks, and there is nothing. You can't see the exit. So that's the first Thing is to realize that there is an exit that you can uh, clear and open the doors to all possibilities. And for that, mm-hmm. you need some tools. I mean, that's perhaps the next step is to have the right tools to clean up the water. 
and uh, there are great tools. You know, I want to encourage everyone to look for the tools and to look for help. Um, because when you're in the pond, you don't see it. Even Michael Jack, uh, Jordan got a coach. Even I get a coach. And Chris Duncan, I coach him actually every day now um, mm-hmm. because he wants to clear. The people that I coach right now are more like the coach, the secret weapon of, of uh, CEOs. Mm-hmm. And I have a few CEOs that I coach on a regular basis, and they want to clear the water. They know it is the next step. That's what's blocking them. So Mm -hmm. really, it's not that there is something wrong with you. It's that everyone is in a pond. The most richest person on the planet has his own pond or her own pond with other things, problems in relationships, issues, this and there. Everyone has a pond and everyone has some cleaning and cleansing to, to do in order to get to the next step, in order to grow and to be happy and to, to reach your full potential. And that's really what we are here about here in this audience with Lillian. I mean, I, I know your audience is really reaching your full potential. Yeah. So after you get to that step one where you're aware, it's like, okay, I've got some things in my thinking patterns that I need to change, I need to el- eliminate what would you say is the next step that you take people through? The next step is to neutralize, to neutralize, to clean up the water, the dirt, and to neutralize. So I call it neutralizing uh, or clear. So for that, you need a tool. You, need, you might need someone to help you with a tool or you need a tool that you learn to use by yourself. But what I would advise you is to look for tools up to now and perhaps in the general public's idea is that it's really hard. It used to be long. It used to take years. Yeah, in traditional therapy, it used to take years and you had to talk about it. And it was painful. And so nobody wants to clean up the water. But imagine if you have a filter now and it's so much easier. And that's what the new tools on this planet are. And MAP is really one of them. And I don't want to, to force anyone into that direction. But anyone, just look around. Look for the best tool for you. The fastest. You don't want to spend months or years. I mean, it's not necessary anymore. And then I would mm-hmm. like you to find the less painful possible. You don't have to talk about it. You don't have to cry for hours. You don't have to do all that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then it has to be easy so that you can yourself become self-empowered. You can use it yourself. You're not depending on a coach, on a therapist for the rest of your life. You might need it for the major cleanup, uh, going really deep and cleaning the bottom of the pond, but you, you want to be able to clean yourself up daily, to feel better daily, to be at the highest vibration and energy daily. And for that, you need to have self-help tools. You need to know how to do it yourself and to be empowered. I, uh, for me, it's super important, I think. Wow. That makes so much, so much, so much sense. And so, so share with us some of the people, if you have cases uh, that you're willing to share with our audience of, of examples of that, of people who have actually gone through this process of, oh, of not being aware of, you know, going from being unaware to aware 
to clearing some of that mindset. Because yes. I think a lot of people think that this is, oh, you know, this is going to take years. This is going to take oh, a yes. long time. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so I think that's the first fallacy. That's, first of all, that's some of the dirt in the water because things yes. really can manifest pretty instantly, as you and I both know. So share some of that with us. Yeah. Um, so just to keep a little bit with the story of Chris, and then I will uh, tell more. So when I met mm-hmm. Chris, what really surprised him is he was at the top of the world a month before I met him. And then, unfortunately, he lost his partner in an accident in Bali, and at that point, it, was, it went into a disaster. You know, the bank accounts closed. It's an international business. There are things, clients cannot be, I mean, it's a mess. And at the same time, it was his best friend. So he actually had a grieving to do and a business that was in a disastrous position. And, uh, and $200,000 $200, in the dump was that. So when I meet mm-hmm. him, within three weeks, uh, Chris has rebounded into a new business in the United States, making $180,000 a month. Wow. And in 10 months, we just celebrated the million dollars. Um, so, 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 again, this example. is something... Mm-hmm. So here, here you go, somebody who's been very, very successful. Uh, unfor- you know, life happens to all of us. It can happen to anybody or any time. You know, we, we lose loved ones. We lose business partners in unforeseen ways. In Chris's case, he lost Deason due to a horrible motorcycle accident last March 5th. I remember that date because I was with Chris at an event, mm-hmm. and both him and I lost a friend that day at about the same time. It was uncanny. Mm. And so here he went from doing very, very well to all of a sudden, very quickly, he's hitting rock bottom because this was his best friend and his business partner where they were like tick and tack. They both had clearly defined roles that complemented each other so well in business, and now he's gone. And so that starts a, a spiral downward where now emotionally you're down in the dumps, and then financially, you're down in the dumps too because, like you said, bank, bank accounts were closed, things came to a screeching halt, and in a flash, his success kind of dissipated and kind of left him. So t- tell us a little yeah. bit more about what happened. Because about that time is, I think a couple months later, I introduced you to him. Yes, exactly. And that's when he was coming to the U.S. to shoot a movie with Tony Robbins. That day, it was on uh, Venice Beach, uh, which is really funny. It's where Tony Robbins began. Chris is known as the Tony Robbins of Australia. I want to be the Tony Robbins of map and spreading map mm-hmm. on the planet. So we end up meeting on Venice Beach where Tony Robbins began his journey the day that Chris is shooting a movie with Tony Robbins. So that was a really interesting uh, um, moment. But I talked to him, and he accepted because of his position and really needing help to work with me. He really said, oh, yeah, I'm interested to discover some help and to have some help, which is also the, the sign of a very successful person. 
a very successful person will reopen, be open to change, will be open to looking at what doesn't work. Uh, it's the sign. I, that's what I have seen in everyone that's super mm-hmm. successful. They don't say it. No, they are not going to shout it out there, but they do their inner work on a regular basis. I have another superstar right now uh, that I'm coaching, and he has had 20 years of different therapy. Because Mm -hmm. you look for things that you want to clear. Your pond is to be as clear as possible for you Mm -hmm. to look at things objectively and to be able to be at your full potential. So we did three sessions, and Chris was already back on track. Wow. Able to create a new company in the United States with the idea that he got uh, a few weeks before that. And he makes a launch, and he begins to sell again um, you know, $180,000. So after that, he is, he is telling me, Colette, I love, I want more of you, more of Matt. How can I get more? <laughs> and, that's, <laughs> and that's where I say, Chris, Chris, help me spread Matt on the planet. And he said, oh, yeah, I can do that. Done it for 250 companies. I can do that. So what else do you want? I said, I want to be the secret weapon of a big corporation. Oh, you can be my secret weapon. What, can, what else do you want? I said, well, I guess my checklist is empty right now. My budget list mm-hmm. is empty. I'll come back to you. And, and we began uh, working. And within a month, I had my first membership site, creating Magnetizing Million, a year-long program. We, we sold it out. And I was on my way to working with groups. And since then, it has not finished. We have done other launches. Um, and we are, you know, working together with the mindset and uh, at the same time, the knowledge of business and sales. And the two together, it's like we're like a rocket ship. So um, wow, that's what has happened for Chris. And uh, I have other stories, you know, lots of CEOs. One of them is Sam, a CEO of a a company here in Austin, and he went from selling in one store uh, his new product to selling in 80 stores his new product in in less than six months. Wow. Um, So let's talk a little bit about that. So he went from one product? One product in one store. One product in one store to how many? One product, again, is the same product, but in 80 stores. Wow. Like the entire south of the United States. Yeah. So how, talk to us about where was he emotionally when you started with him, and how did you get him from one store to 80 stores in less than six months? Some, some businesses never do that in, in 5, 10, 20 years, and he was able to do that in six months after following your process and being coached by you. So how, tell us. Tell us more. Well, <laughs> uh, what happened is that they were, again, he was open to receive, open to clear. So you realize that he had, for example, one of the things he was unable to delegate. So his team, uh, he didn't trust. He was, you know, doing too much, and he needed to be able to delegate. Well, that's the mental block. You see, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like if you're not able to delegate, even though you know you have to delegate, there is something there. So we clear that. That's one session. Every session is one, one block, usually or more. 
So it was clear that he was able to delegate. So the next week, it goes really fast, you know. He begins to delegate. The following week, he has more team members, uh, et cetera. Um, then he learned about feeling good, which is really the, the step number three that we have not talked about yet. Super important. Is once you're clear, it's super, super important, and almost nobody uh, really talks about that is your state of being. It's your emotional state. You need to feel good. And that's why you have to clear the pond because you feel better, but then you have to feel really good. And I call it being the zone, you know, um, the flow zone. It's like you flow when you are in joy, when you're in certainty, when you feel empowered, when you feel uh, you're in appreciation, in passion. These are the high energies that you want to be in. So Sam was one of the, the people who really got it. Louis became obsessed by feeling good. So he used what we call MAP on the go, which is a self-help tool. Once you've had a session with MAP, then you can actually begin to give yourself commands and in anywhere, any, any place, uh, and therefore you neutralize your own negative thought. So Sam began to do that all over, all the time. He was telling me, I just got out of a board meeting, I felt anxious, boom, clear that. Um, so he became obsessed by feeling good because he knew that when you feel good, you attract good things in your life. And he began to attract actually incredible luck which we are used to now in, in, the, in my group because that's what it is. When you feel good and you have cleared enough, your lake is pretty clean, you begin to see the opportunities. You begin to connect with the right people. Things come to you because they see you now. They see you. Yeah. You look bright and beautiful and attractive. And, and so you attracted one of the top CEOs, an incredible situation where he actually ends up having unlimited funding, like in the hundreds of millions of dollars. So, so say that one more time, because I don't think everybody yeah. heard that. So what did you say about unlimited he end, funding? He ended, uh, yeah, he ended up attracting a super top CEO that became his friend and mentor that allowed his project to be funded in the hundreds of millions of dollars. That means he has that ability to plug into if he needs to, and they are revamping his brand, and they are growing his brand, and etc. They are not spending this money, but they have it. He has unlimited funded for his company. So let's take a moment, and let's not gloss over this, because I think this is very important. You, you're talking to this entrepreneur. He has one product, one yeah. product, in one store, that's it, when you first came yes. in contact with him. And you got him, because he was an open vessel, he was open and receptive to your coaching and to your techniques, he was in an allowing state, and he yes. went from one product in one store to one product in 80 stores, but one of the next steps after you beginning your coaching with him was that he was able to manifest because he was in an allowing state and he had learned how to put his brain, clear the water from the negative and the dirty water thoughts and paradigms that didn't serve him. He was aware of those, let them go, 
and now he's feeling good, and now he's attracting into his experience someone who has the financial wherewithal to take him into unlimited funding of his product that will, is also giving him a much broader exposure base for what it is that he's doing. Oh. And yes. he didn't do this at the yes. end of the six months. He did this probably earlier at the earlier part of the six months, correct? This was part of the process that he manifested. Yes, he manifested it and then it evolved. Of course, this person began to have trust in him, began to invest, began to be actually first a mentor, then an investor, then, then a, an allower of everything. So, um, mm-hmm. and, and much more. Like there was an NFL player came into his life and asking for, to create a product with him. There was more and more. So he became this luck magnet, which we become when we are in this clear lake. Because we are literally visible, we are attractive, and we are sending this message in the universal uh, uh, pond and lake, and, and it's like coming back to you because they know where you are. It's like the universe is bringing you everything you ever dreamed of. And the only condition is that you have cleaned up your, your pond, you are now in a very clear place, actually it's bigger, it's getting bigger, it's a big lake, and it's unlimited, actually, and it's transparent, and you can send this energy, this message, this data out of your thought pattern, and it's received by the universe, and you receive, you become a magnet of exactly what you want, and you're allowing it to come to you. Um, and you literally live in this miracle zone, in this zone of luck. You know, it's like you have the luck factor mm-hmm. for you. Uh, you and uh, it sounds impossible, but it's actually completely possible. It's more than possible. It's probable. And if you are following a certain, the, the system we're talking here about, you will get there. There's no other, it's a law. You clear your pond, you become clear, you stay in the highest energy, and you begin to be really, really lucky, and you break through to the next level. Well, let's talk, I want to elaborate more on this because, you know, we're talking about something that is not tangible, but it, the results are tangible because going from one store to 80 stores in six months is tangible. From manifesting this being a solopreneur to now being, you know, uh, you know joint venturing with another business person who has unlimited funds to invest in your product, that is something tangible. But we've had on our show here, we had a scientist, a medical doctor and a scientist, Dr. Saeed Tabibzadeh, and he talks about inside the brain, he talks about how we have mirror neurons and how we think yes. as human beings, you know, we're t- sometimes people think about this as, you know, spiritual stuff, psychological thought, you know, energy stuff, and what Dr. Said Tabib Sade, what I learned from him was that, yes, that's what we think, but the reality is our thoughts, even though we are in our bodies and we can't see our thoughts, we can, we can um, have the vision of our thoughts and we have the thinking of our thoughts, but you don't see it with your physical eyes. However, yes. scientists have actually been able to identify the neuron in the brain that they can see with their physical eyes. It's called the mirror neuron. And at the moment that the brain thinks a thought, 
and now the brain is not discri- a discriminatory organ. If you get a positive thought or a negative thought, it's going to respond it, whether the thought is positive or negative. So the mirror neuron now, it, the moment you think a thought, it fires off an electrical charge. Now, I want everybody to take a moment and think about that. The only way that mirror neuron can fight, you know, fire off a, an electrical impulse and a response is only in reaction to something else that is there. It will not fire off in the absence of just space or void. So your thought is the trigger for that mirror neuron to fire off that electrical impulse. So in your system, as you are taking a thought and thinking of something that you want, you are on purpose firing off those mirror neurons. And if you think, oh, I want that Mercedes Benz, there goes the mirror neuron. The next thought is like, oh, I doubt I'm really going to ever get it. Boom, there goes the mirror neuron. I think the next thought, oh, that's how I used to think. Boom, there goes the mirror neuron, adding more electricity, which is the magnetization that you teach and coach people to enforce in their, in their beings so that they can actually succe- successfully manifest really at a quantum leap. And so this isn't just airy-fairy, you know, hocus-pocus stuff. There's actually a science that backs this up. And what I love about you is that you're able to put, put this down in a system that's really simple. It doesn't take a long time to learn, but like anything else, we have bad habits that need to be replaced with good habits. And it can be done, and it is being done. So I wanted to interject that because as you're talking about this magnetization, here this gentleman, you know, his, he's firing off all these mirror neurons. You're keeping him on track to keep on firing the, the, the mirror neurons and at the same time to um, keep, with, keep his water clear in his brain so that he is manifesting what he really, really wants and, 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 and not deviate from that and just stay true to that. Yeah, to have a clear goal, a clear desire. And so that's the business part of it, where you need to have clarity on what you want and, and have goals. But then after that, be lined up emotionally, believing in them. Because if not, your brain is constantly saying, I want this, but I, don't, I cannot have it. I want this, but I don't deserve it. I want this, but I'm not going to do whatever it takes to get it. So there are so many conflicting thoughts and beliefs happening in your brain, and that's why you can go nowhere. And those conflicting thoughts and beliefs in this analogy is the dirt around. It doesn't allow you to go where you want to go. But when you clear all those negative thoughts and beliefs, you know what you want, and you're going there, and there is zero doubt, and you know you can do it. So there is confidence, there is power, there is joy, there is all of that that supports your goal and your destination. And I, with that, everyone else with the neural, uh, neural, neural neurons that you were talking about is when you, someone sees someone else, and that's where it's the most applied, when you see someone feeling good, you actually feel good. 
That's the mirror neuron that we are talking about. It's like a mirror. You're looking at someone who feels good, who is certain and confident. It makes you feel good, certain, and confident. You have more confidence working with that person, partnering with that person. If you see this partner, this business partner, potential opportunity, but the person is depressed, has no uh, alignment, uh, has lots of doubts, you don't want. You're feeling the same doubts and fears, and you really don't want to join partnership with that person. You see, how you feel is affecting how the others are seeing you. And then, and then it goes further and further, and there is more of it in science. But... Um, and that's how you affect your world by beginning within yourself. Find the alignment, find the joy, find the confidence, find the certainty. And then the world lines up with it. Um, wow. It's like Will Smith. Have you ever heard of Will Smith? He's such mm-hmm. a man. He has this awesome YouTube where he says, you know, just decide. He's so aligned, you know. He says, just decide. Decide who you are, what you're going to do. Just decide. And the universe is like water. It will flow around you. And that's true. It's like you have to find your power, your alignment. And for that, it's cleaning the pond into a beautiful lake with beautiful water where you're clear and powerful in your state of being. Wow, you know, I'm just realizing right now as I'm speaking to you that the reason why they call the mirror neuron a mirror is that when when you think the thought, by your thinking the thought, that mirror neuron is elect, sending an electrical charge to that thought. It's mirroring, mirroring the energy of the thought. And those two, you know, the electrical impulse of the thought that makes the mirror neuron fire off that charge is the two energies coming together. That's what makes it pop out into the, the 3D reality world. And now it mirrors the, what was inside your head, now outside into the world that you can see, feel, touch, taste, and hear. And that's yeah, why it's and there is the a, neuron. Yeah, and there is a lot of science, both in neurosciences and in quantum physics, but right now we have... A few minutes, seven hours. I'm not touching in any of those, but I have done all this research because I really want to understand, and that's where we got now to really understand what really works and what's the simplest path. Um, because I am all about simplicity. Mm-hmm. Simplify, clarify, and so that you're going to take action. You actually know what to do. Um, and that's so important uh, in this world, we need simplicity. We don't have much energy for anything else. <laughs> so actually, uh, in my book coming up, hopefully in a month from now, uh, I have, we, we talk about those uh, blocks, those money blocks. What kind of thoughts and beliefs can you have that is in your palm that is blocking you from attracting more money in your life? and uh, about the research and all those things. So I wanted to make sure that your audience gets that book. Uh, so I'm going to, to make a gift here to your audience, and you will get the ebook version of it. 
and uh, I was thinking that could be something that your audience would absolutely adore, um, being able to to understand better and deeper and the science of it behind it, um, you know, what's going on and how can they break through and get their success and finally break through their their blocks, you know, their stuckness. Because that really hurts my heart when I feel people being stuck without knowing what to do next. So that's what I wanted to share with you. Wonderful. That is so awesome. Awesome, awesome. So our audience uh, members can go to the show link we have on here, the link where you can get that free gift of that free ebook. So um, moving on to, you know, how you talk about how the emotional aspect, that the, the emotions are important and that we need to, oh, yeah. um, feel, that the most important thing is that we feel good. So talk yeah. a little bit more about, you know, why is it that the emotional part, why isn't it just good enough to think it? Why is the emotional part so important? Because the emotions are actually a reflection of what you think. And we have so many unconscious thoughts that we couldn't control our unconscious thoughts. But it's like the effect of a negative thought is a negative emotion. So it's the result of it so you can observe it in your body. So when you feel that in your body, that means, oh, I'm thinking a thought that is not supportive of me. And that's why we want to clean up the, you know, it's like the dirt, the fact that you don't see through in the pond, it's because there are dust. There is dust, okay? And the dust are the thoughts but you might not see all the dust. There are so many and they are floating around. But what you see is that you are in the dark. Uh, it doesn't feel good. So if it doesn't feel good, that means there is something there unconsciously that's blocking you. That's a thought that is limiting, that is telling you you're not good enough, you cannot do it, uh, you don't deserve it. All those thoughts are coming so fast, you don't catch them. But what you catch is this feeling in your gut. And so that's why you want to feel good because that's the result of thinking well. So, so let me ask you this. So, you know, as business owners, as people, we set goals to do certain things. And, yeah. you know, you, you, we set, you know, yearly goals, quarterly goals, et cetera. So how about, you know, you, you, you set a goal to do something and um, now, you know, you've started the wheels in motion, you set the date, you have uh, people that are going to be showing up to your event and so forth. But let's say as you start to set the date, maybe the numbers don't look as favorable or um, you don't have the overwhelming response that, you know, we would love to have where it's like, okay, immediately everything sells out. You know, yeah. you've got to start somewhere when you're beginning a, a business or a venture or, or an event. So. So what about, you know, the folks who, and I think most of us are guilty of doing this, where we go ahead, we set goals, and we start things, and we're like, okay, we're 20 or 30% into it, and we're like, oh, you know, I don't think we're going to make our goal. You, you have that thought, yes. and you have that doubt that says, and I think that's human, that's normal, that's natural. But most of us think it's like, oh, wow, you know, we've, we've got this going, and, yeah, we have some people coming and so forth, but it's like I'm not sure that we're going to make our goal. And maybe we need to readjust. Maybe we need to, you know, what's your advice on something like that? 
All right. So there, there are two viewpoints, two, two ways of thinking about it. First of all, you want to set goals that you know you're going to succeed. Because a win is uh, in your brain. It's in the dopamine pathway. That's a reward pathway. That means your brain is going to be motivated by wins. And it's motivated by small wins. So what you want is make sure that you have small wins all along the way. Uh, so if you're setting a goal that's too far, too big, and that could disappoint you deeply, you're, you're setting your, your, your bar too high. Just make sure that you know you could reach it at least and that it's motivating, it's exciting, and there is potential there that you actually know you can reach. Because it's better to, to set a, a smaller goal and reach it and then you know, set another one and reach it for your brain. It's so compelling to have reachable and uh, positive wins. So that's one thing. Make sure you don't put it too far, too high, and that you are more or less setting yourself for disappointment. Second of all, um, you need to be aligned with any goal. So once you have to believe, that's what I was telling you actually, step one, believe you can. So do whatever it is that you need to do so that step one of alignment is I can. So you said either you shift and twist the goal and you know you can, or you have some tools and alignment and a coach or whatever, and you can stretch yourself and believe that you can. Uh, and then there are other alignments, like making sure that you feel like you deserve that success, that you're not going to sabotage it. Um, and then finally, know that uh, step three is know that you're going to do whatever it takes. It's not about sitting in, in your couch, watching the TV, and hoping that your goal is going to be realized. So you do need to take action, but those actions, once you're in alignment, they are guided, they are enlightening, they are exciting, they are positive, you're excited to do them. If not, something is off, you're not in alignment. Either the goal is not the right goal, or you don't believe you can, or mainly the core of it is believing you can. Yeah, and taking inspired action, knowing, I think part of that is, is um, not doubting but acknowledging that you are connected, that you are receiving this, you know, inspired action, that you're going to have these thoughts, these ideas, these breakthroughs, um, these people that are going to come into experience. And I think the expectation of knowing that, that, is, that that's coming to you already, that it, that's in the moment coming, yes. even though it may not be obvious, but that puts you, as long as you're open to knowing that that is, that that is part of the ma- that magnetizing process because if you Absolutely. otherwise you magnetize the opposite you're magnetizing well maybe it's not going to happen well, so now you're embracing in the other direction and you're pulling more of that in yes absolutely and the intuitiveness it's like when you feel good and you are now in this pristine lake you're going to see far away. You're going to have things that you couldn't see before. You're going to have ideas and thoughts and solutions and guidance uh, that were not available in the pond. Uh, so that's 
so that's why it's so important to to get into this pristine lake and to keep it pristine because then you are intuitively guided to genius ideas and solutions and that's what makes the difference between someone who is struggling and stuck in the muck and someone who is like going at a thousand miles an hour because they are in treatedly guided every second of the way and ready to listen to it because they are tuned into those messages, those inner guidance. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. So share with us, like with this particular entrepreneur, I want to keep on watching the motion picture of what's going on here. So you got him to the point where he's now open and aware, he's neutralizing um, you know, he's open to, to receiving. He is now um, at that emotional state where he's feeling good and he's getting excited. He's, is, um, is he acting as if it's already, I mean, did he have any notion that he could get into 80 stores where, or was he just looking to double and go from one store to two stores? What was his? I was his not, he was not knowing because he was stuck in, in one place, one identity and growing. Let me tell you that. That's the growth. That's the joy of the journey, that you have to become someone else to be experiencing something else. That means you have to grow your own identity. Uh, You have, actually, I am coaching now someone who's going so fast, so far with the work we've been doing that he told me today, say, tomorrow I want to be coached on how to accept the speed at which it's happening. Um, so you see, it's like you have to become, you have to grow constantly who you are. And for that, you can't be stuck in the pond and, and repeat who you are and hope to one day get into the ocean. No, you have to clean up and change. How do you define yourself? Are you someone who lives in a, in a fishbowl or in a pond or in a beautiful lake or in the ocean? Who are you? And you will have to jump from one to the next. You will have to grow in order to experience that life. So to really grow his identity as an owner. He's not the one doing the work. He's the CEO. He's not the one, you know, he's raising funds. He's doing this, you know, and he had to change his identity along the way. And I see it with all my CEOs, all the people I work with. It's all about the self-image that has to evolve. And that's also part of the the clearing, clearing the old self-image to become the person you need to be in order to be successful at the level you want to be. So let's talk a little bit about that because obviously the self-image that he had of himself when he first came to you probably was not the same self-image that he had of himself even after the first session. Well, yeah, Uh, for example, when we clear the impossibility to delegate and the lack of trust in the team, then you become someone who can delegate, who can trust the team. And so every session is an expansion of yourself in some way, shape, or form. Any limitation you find, it's a limitation of self, of, of your definition of yourself. So as you bump onto a wall, it's like because you believe that's all you can do. You clear that, suddenly the world dissolves and you can step beyond and become and experience the life from that viewpoint. And, and really, uh, you know, the, 
the person I'm coaching right now on the speed of light just in one month, he was telling me it's a quantum leap. You know, in one month, he created a, a partner in business that offers him uh, 20 staff, uh, an office, a TV studio, uh, everything in one month. So it's like going from one level to a complete different level. Um, because he was ready for it, but now he has to adapt and adjust and accept and allow, and that's happening. Um, so you can jump from one pond to the lake, to the, to the ocean. It's just that you need to have help, support, or find ways to, to break your own limitations. Do, do you think that accountability is part of the keys to that success? Mm, accountability, that's a good question. Yeah, accountability, you know, at that level, what I see is these people are very accountable to themselves. It's like uh, when you are really successful, you will do whatever it takes, and you don't need anyone to really tell you what to do, you know, or to keep you accountable. You're accountable to yourself because you will do whatever it takes. And the whatever it takes is a big part like this CEO, 30 minutes a day coaching with me. Uh, Sam, uh, using Map on the Go every hour, whatever it takes. This is whatever it takes. But the whatever it takes is not just action. It's actually a big part of it. It's waking up early, meditating, doing this, doing that, preparing the day to be at the top of their being. Um, so there is uh, the accountability comes into play when you're not completely aligned. Um, now it's great. When you're not completely aligned, you need a coach that gives you the accountability. That's great. That's, uh, it depends where you are on the journey. And then once you're really running, you're self-accountable. Uh, all you want is clearing. It's like keep clearing any blocks, any, any shadow in the ocean, in the, in, the, in the water. Anything needs to be out. And you're very aware of that. Hmm. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that because um, I know that Richard Branson talks about how, um, you know, he, he, he can't afford the luxury of a negative thought. And he's, he is conscious. He is aware all day long. Every yeah. single minute of his day is, is used up and consumed mindfully in the awareness that he has a choice to do or not to do. And he has many a times said that he, he doesn't, um, you know, a lot of, you know, many, many times when he goes to do uh, whatever publicity stunt that he is going to do for, you know, the Virgin brand, um, many times his advisors that are closest to him tell him that it's too risky, it's too dangerous, it's not a good idea. Um, but he does it anyway, and he doesn't move forward thinking that he might fail. He does it assuming that he is going to succeed. First, first and foremost, it, it has to be a wicked amount of fun. It has to be yes. hugely, yes. immensely fun. And, and what I noticed from him is that he is very mindful and at the core of his being, fun, joy, excitement are number one. That has to be first and foremost. He has never started a business. He has never met with a person. He doesn't do anything unless joy, fun, and excitement are right at the center. 
And that seems to be his number one because he's mindfully thinking about, I want more joy, I want more excitement, I I want fun, I want love, the things that I love to do. And so even in light of his, sometimes his, his advisors telling him, no, that is way too risky, that is too scary, you know, fun, joy, excitement are number one. And that is what motivates him. He always is moving from that place of really feeling super, super, super good. And he's already celebrating inside that he's going to be doing that. It's as if he's doing it already. And then he does it. And then, of course, we're all witnesses to what he does because the media goes crazy with, wow, you know, he's doing this now. And everybody wants to see what he's doing. And you always see him with that huge smile and that joyous vibe that he has. But that's because joy is at the center of his mind all the time. That's what he's feeling and thinking all the time. That's exactly, exactly the example. <laughs> you couldn't do better. It's um, in this letter of emotions that I have, I actually will give it to your people too, is, uh, is a way for you to know if you're in the zone of joy if you're in the top of that ladder where it feels so good and everything flows and you're in this uh, flow zone, or if you're down the ladder and you know where you are and where you need to, to be. But it's very important to become aware of your emotions and moment by moment know if you're in overwhelm, if you're in disappointment, if you're in doubt, or if you're in joy and fun and excitement. And when you're in those vibrations, those energies, you are open to receive, you are at the best, your brain is functioning at the highest level, you're thriving. Your brain is thriving on happiness, and it's not thriving when you're not happy. It's really the same message. Feel good, do whatever it takes, clean up the pond, feel good, and stay there, and then choose everything you do as to feel joyful and fun and exciting, and if it doesn't, it's not worth it. It's going to bring you down, and it's, it won't work, actually. That's really the secret. That's funny. You said your brain thrives on happiness. So that yeah. is true. Our brains do thrive on happiness. Our brains are propelled and grow and do more when it is bathed in happiness. And the only way our brain is going to bathe and thrive on happiness is if, if our if our in ourselves, our hearts are really set on being happy and choosing to be happy and then moving towards those things that make us happy. Yes. Doing things that make you happy, saying things that make you happy. Be very aware, like uh, Branson is aware of his thoughts, but also of his words. Whatever you say are powerful words. Either they make you happy and they make someone else happy or they don't. So be aware of what you say. Be aware of what you do. Does this action make me happy, makes me feel good, uplifted or not? And be aware of what you think. And the thinking is mainly through the feeling. And that's why the letter of emotion is so important because it allows you to know that you're not feeling and thinking at the top or that you are. And if you are, that's great. That's fabulous. That's, you know, celebrate. It's awesome. So, so, so what do you, where does the whole gut feeling, like when you have, let's say you're, you're moving along, and as we all are, things are all going great, you're setting your goals, you're getting excited, you're happy, 
you're acting as if, you know, you know, you're playing with your imagination and, and with the wonderful emotion of like how awesome you're going to feel when you manifest something or you're acting inside your mind's eye like it is already. And now all of a sudden you get a phone call or something happens and now all of a sudden you have a bad gut feeling. What is your recommendation for people to, to handle that when all of a sudden now you have a bad gut feeling or you have um, like an anxious or nervous stomach or, or anything to that effect? Because that's yes, negative that's emotion where, is telling us something. Yes, it is telling you something. But it's telling you that you're thinking of thought that is not supportive, that might not be the true, a true thought. You know, you might be afraid of one of your limitations. Your brain might tell you it is not safe. It is not, um, because that's the only way, only thing the brain wants is to keep you alive. To survive, it's not made up to to help you thrive. So your brain is going to go through all the filters, all the beliefs, and tell you, "Oh man, this is not safe. It doesn't look familiar." So mm-hmm. what you want then is relax and have a tool like you know, if you have a tool like Map on the Go or any other tool, that you calm down, relax, release, let the time go, and then you have. Use your full brain to think. Because what happened is suddenly you have your limbic brain, your, your emotional brain taking over with a gut feeling. And that's not a gut feeling. That's, that's anxiety. That's fear. And so you want to clear that fear so that you can think better. When you're thinking with fear, you're thinking with like the, the size of a pea uh, in your brain. Just a very small part of your brain is thinking. So you, mm. the first step to do is feel better. In MAP on the go, we would give a command to the brain and we would feel better. Uh, in EFC, some people can tap. So there are other techniques, but find a technique or meditate or walk or do mm-hmm. something that feels better. Relax, allow your brain to wake up again because it was just all light up into the emotional brain and everything else turned off. So allow your brain your thinking process to function again and then to have a much larger viewpoint and then you will find the the right step you see fear is like a circle it's like you're stuck inside of a circle and you cannot get out you have only one viewpoint and it becomes really painful in your gut you you think it's the only way to think and when you can get out of this circle, suddenly you see there are so many other viewpoints. There are so many other possibilities. And it looks like more like a flower, you know, with those circle into circle. Mm. And there are so many other viewpoints possible than this just one viewpoint. So make sure that you don't make a decision in fear, anxiety, or doubt. First, get up the ladder, feel better, relax and then use your entire brain to make the decision. That's interesting. I've never heard anybody describe fear as a circle. But what you're saying is so, so true. Yeah, when you get into either a place of fear or having, you know, a bad gut feeling or something that's not right, it's now you're, it's like a scratched record. Now you're going on a loop around and around, mulling over, which is keeping that negative bad feeling going because obviously there's some sort of thought that's attached to yeah. that. Yes. And so yeah, and that's taking a few points. 
yeah, from from that place, that's the only viewpoint you're going to have. So now you have to basically take a time out. Yes, absolutely. Don't make decisions in that vibration, in that energy, and your brain is not functioning well. So you won't have the right solutions. You are not going to make the right decisions. It's just urgently stop, relax, find a way to feel better about it, and then think of it again. So taking a time out, taking a step away, you know, paying attention to what you're feeling, why you're feeling, how you're feeling, and figuring out, figuring out how to, you know, make yourself feel better so that you have a better positive. You can take a step away from that negative, bad feeling and now start to feel better again. And until you move into that better feeling place, don't make a decision. I think that's where a lot of us, you know, sometimes get um, make mistakes or um, uh, have a misstep is because in that negative feeling place, you know, you obviously want relief. And sometimes we make decisions from that place rather than taking a step away and feeling better first so that now you're out of that circle of fear that where you're literally going around in loops now you step out of that, and now you have a better, a better view, and now you're able to make a better choice and a better decision from a better feeling place. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's one of the masteries. is become aware. That's what uh, Branson is doing. Become aware of everything you feel and think and release and feel good before you're going to make a decision. And that's when he feels joy and and fun and excitement. He knows he feels good. He knows his brain is at the highest level of of functioning. And now is is intuitive. Is guided. Is is inspired. And that's where the best of the best comes out. And there is wow. no way good stuff can come out of a frightening, a fear, you know, position. So, what do you say to somebody? You know, because oftentimes we have a bad gut instinct about something and that really should be an indicator not to, you know, not to take a step forward in that direction because sometimes those gut feelings are there to protect you and to keep you safe. Mm -hmm. So how do you distinguish, you know, what would your opinion be about how to distinguish one, you know, one from the other, the, the, the gut feeling that's maybe keeping you from, from, from harm, let's say, as opposed to that bad gut feeling in reaction to somebody else, a circumstance or, or a situation, or you know, being caught in between, maybe two decisions, you know, one decision and the other. Yeah, well, it depends on the situation. Like I have this example of, uh, you know, someone gives you a feedback and it's not pleasant, and so you feel bad. Well, you want to clear that because that's you, that's you clearing, and then. From that viewpoint, now you can see again the feedback and you realize, oh, yeah, it doesn't have to be that bad. Actually, it's great that I learned that because now I can use that energy and actually find a solution. So that's mm-hmm. really the situation itself. And you might feel bad just because you have felt attacked or judged or things like that. But mm-hmm. if not, um, if you can't clear it and you have a decision to make with the business, for example, you do have to feel and if it doesn't feel excited, loving, uh, joyful, and it feels frightening, do not take action. It doesn't mean that the opportunity was perhaps not bad or anything, but you're, no matter what, you're in a situation not to take action. 
because you don't have access to your full brain, you don't have the whole situation, you know, in mind. You're missing some information or something is not right. So you have to feel into it. And if it doesn't feel right, you do back up. You back up for two reasons. One of it, it might not be the right deal. Second of it, you're not ready to even make a decision on that deal because you don't feel good. But if re- you really don't feel good again the next day, then it's like, okay, that does, doesn't feel like it's flowing anyway. I would mm-hmm. just back up. You know, let a little bit of time go by. Test it a few times. See, see, see what you get. Was it just a a fear of your own limiting belief or is it coming from the deal itself that the person itself that you're working with that doesn't feel like it's flowing mm-hmm. take time you know kind of meditate quite your mind feel into it um, it's not about jumping into decisions so it sounds like you can never go wrong whenever you have a negative a feeling or a bad gut feeling, like you're saying, or you're not in a good feeling place, it's it's always 100% of the time it's a good idea to take a time out, take a pause, yeah. you know, step away from it, do something to make yourself feel better, whether it's meditate or pray or, or music or dance or what have you, anything, anything, you know, petting your dog, looking at a baby, anything can be used to, make yourself feel better, call your best friend, uh, et cetera. And then, and then come back and revisit it from a different perspective in a better feeling state and re-looking yeah. at the situation before you actually take any kind of, uh, kind of an action and a decision, which yeah. it seems like that inherently also has you step into your own power, doesn't it? Yes, absolutely. Um, because fear is powerlessness, okay? It's at the bottom of the ladder. And your power is, is at the top. So you need to be in your power to make decisions that are powerful, that are going to attract more powerful things and positive things in your world. So definitely you need to go back into your power, feel powerful, empowered at least, and, uh, and go from there. Because I don't know if you have ever noticed, but you think very different thoughts in different state of mind. Like if you're in the state of fear and powerlessness, you're not going to have access to the same thoughts than when you feel joyful and passionate and enthusiastic or happy. You have no access. Mm -hmm. It's literally like a tuning into a radio station. Your brain literally tunes into other thoughts and have no access to some thoughts. So it's a different world to think in one world of emotion than another level of emotions. is two different ways of thinking, too. And that's why people who are leaders or successful think in those higher range where they have higher thoughts, higher solutions, better viewpoints than when you are in fear, where you have almost access to almost zero thoughts and or thoughts that just confirm your fear. Mm-hmm. You will not have a genius idea in a fearful state. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be in an allowing open state in order to have a genius idea. Yes. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Wow. 
make that makes that makes a, a ton of sense. Wow. Well, we're almost here at the top of the hour, Colette. Are there some parting words that you want to leave with our guests? Um, parting words. It's really feel good. I mean, feel good before anything, before you make an action, before you do anything. And then if you don't feel good, it's completely okay. We are all there. We've all been there. It's find a way, find a tool, find a way to feel better so that you can reconnect with your own power and be the creator that you are on this planet and reach your highest and full potential. You deserve it. That's who you are. And that's what's going to fulfill you the most. So there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. We have the first three steps of MAP with Colette Stryker is one, being aware. Number two is clear yourself and put yourself in a neutral place of allowing. Be open and be aware of the thoughts, of the positive thoughts that will bring you what it is that you want. And number three, feel that positive emotion and, and be mindful all day of, of, your, of your emotions, especially be on purpose about having positive emotions. And when you feel a negative emotion, take time to take a time out. Pause and reset yourself so that you can feel good again, so you can make a good choice. You don't necessarily have to make a choice in light of a negative emotion. You can take a pause, step away, get out of your fear circle, get off that scratched record, and now get into a better feeling place so that now you can come back and you can make a much better choice with a better broad's eye view. So, Colette, as always, the hour has always been joyful and exciting and riveting hearing you speak of of your secrets to success with us. Thank you so much again for joining us on the Bottom Line Show Live. Yes, and uh, get your joyful gift. I I did put a joyful gift with lots of other things in it, the letter, the e-book. I mean, I tried to give you... Uh, everything I could, and I believe uh, your uh, audience will really enjoy it. Well, thank you very much again, Colette. Uh, For more information on Colette Stryker, click the link in our description for the show here today. You'll be able to go to mapcoachinginstitute.com forward slash joy to get your free gift and to contact Colette. As always, Circle back every Wednesday at 11, 11 a.m. to join us for the Bottom Line Show live here at Lexium Media Studios in Huntington Beach. And peace and love always to you all. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yeah.